With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply this week's Spurs show is brought to you by the Ralston on Lily Road in Fulham in partnership with Watney's Pale L. With comfortable modern surroundings, award-winning staff and a friendly atmosphere, it's a great place to watch sports on TV if you can't get to the game. Hello everybody, welcome to another Spurs show, wherever you are around the world. My name is Theo Delaney, uh, we've got quite a lot to talk about tonight and very little of it is good. Uh, I'm, I've got with me a regular, Kevin's here, Kevin Hills. Yeah, hello there Theo. How are you mate? Yeah, good. Good, good. to see as you. As good as can be expected anyway. Yeah. Anthony is here. How are you, mate? Uh, very good. Lifelong good. ambition. It's your debut. Yeah, lifelong ambition to be on here, so really yeah. grateful, so thank you for having okay. me. And I'm delighted to say that Miche is here, the Tottenham rapper. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for having really, me. Really, really delighted. To, we were talking about you, but your ears must have been burning because we were saying that, you know, I mean, a lot of the listeners will have, will have seen your Tottenham rap. And, yeah. um, and if anyone hasn't, I, since, I, I thoroughly recommend that you check it out because I was saying before and so many times fans yeah. make like records and recordings and, and when you hear about it you think oh no yeah. oh no and then everyone sees yours and it's the real deal it's actually really properly good no, and you were thinking oh my I mean absolutely excellent congratulations <laughs> on it mate much. and I know it's gone massive right yeah, it's gone yeah, no, massively viral yeah 100% yeah. Um, it was you know I was just on um, being sport or Sky Sports last two weeks ago yeah I saw that um, yeah and even just talking to them about it it was just like I think what it is it's just like any Spurs fan right now it's just a frustration yeah. do you know what I mean and um, the music is just more so it's universal so everyone can enjoy and relate to it especially if you are a Spurs fan yeah. um, and just a football fan in general because everyone goes through frustrations with their team I mean you know I'll go through Southampton you go through Arsenal right now Man United everyone's sure. frustrated so <clears throat> You see other people do their thing as well. It's just great that everyone can, well, fans can vent their frustration yeah. as opposed to, you know, just screaming on TV, you know. 
Well, what's, yeah, what's great about I mean, it's great music, but it's great. The great thing Thank about you. the words is, is, yeah, it just strikes it strikes a chord because <laughs> everything you're thinking, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. You can't you can't make it up. I mean, if you're if you're a fan, some yeah, of, some of the things that I say, yeah, you can't just research it. Yeah. Certain things, the way that I say it is like you have to have been through it to understand. Absolutely you know, right. The pain and the, the annoyance and just the regular arguments you go through at work or yeah, at school. Yeah. Um, that's where it stems from. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. All the stick you get. And all that <laughs> stuff. Oh, my God. Well, what are we going to talk about? Well, where do we start? I mean, we've got two. We've had two games since the last Spurs show. We did a Spurs show last week uh, in the Beehive in Tottenham. We had a great time there, actually. It's a great place, that, the old Beehive. Yeah. Uh, and we had Graham Roberts, who was brilliant. And we did the show right up to kickoff. So we've actually had two games since we last did a, mm. released a Spurs show. And the first one, of course, maybe we should start with the first one. Who knows? The first one was uh, Red Star Away. And it was another false dawn, as it turned out. But it was, a, it was a good night. What did you make of it, Kevin? We played really well on the night. Yeah. Really well. And um, <laughs> in leading up to the game, I think... Like most Spurs fans, we were in, in trepidation. It's uh, you know away, and yeah. it, it's a, a rotten place to go and play play football. But mm. uh, on the night, I thought we were we were excellent. And yeah. yeah, okay, they had one or two opportunities in the first half, but I think that 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 aside, we fully deserved the win. Yeah. And, and we played some really good stuff. I thought we looked after the ball really well on the night as well. Um, and and you know we were by far and away the best side, and, and yes, you, you think that's that's nine nil on aggregate. <laughs> I know, and that that's a hell of a score. Yeah. And in fact, Red Star, we we're sort of sitting there, we we're thinking. I, I mean, obviously, what you ask yourself is, are we really good here, or are they really bad? <laughs> yeah. And you're tempted to say it must be them being really bad because we've been so our form has been yeah. so. But I mean, they beat Liverpool on that ground last season. They're not. They have an amazing home record generally. Unbeaten this season. Yeah. True. yeah. So uh, it can't be that bad. I mean, that's not not that easy a game, is it? I mean, that was the fear. Like the atmosphere yeah. would take over yeah. and the kind of cauldron of noise. I mean, I was right in front of their fans that got in in the north stand in the first game. Right. So I was kind of a bit fearful that it was going to be yeah. too much. Yeah. But having watched the first game, they were rubbish. I mean, yeah. Let's be we, yeah. we did a job. I thought yeah. we, were, we were really professional, and I hate to say, it, I felt watching it it felt like the spurs we'd become used to over yeah. the years mm. and i thought we're back yeah well, i thought we're back yeah. and then yeah well yeah. i mean it was probably i suppose it was about the third full storm of the season because we thought that after the first game against red star we also thought that after the palace game which we won four mm. nil first half yeah yeah and then uh, but <laughs> i mean we might as well get straight on with it because really the meat of the matter is that we're back to square one, aren't we? I think after yeah. that game on uh, Saturday, I don't know how many of us, I, I was there and I just thought it was back to the same old, I thought overall, I thought we were lucky not to lose that 100%, game. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, were, 100%. that VAR, first five yeah. minutes, they came at us and I just thought, how have these, these just been promoted? Yeah. And credit to them for not parking the bus. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was surprised and then I was like, we're going to be in for a big afternoon. It's going to take yeah. it's going to take its toll. And then mm. I thought the VAR, the luck, thought we'll sneak it. That's yeah. what we need. And then mm. uh, they, they, they. Let's be honest. They, they got what they. They didn't. They, they, they got less than they deserved. And yeah. Yeah. and really, that's you can't. I mean, there's no future in this. Mm. You're losing to Newcastle. You're drawing with Watford. You're drawing with Sheffield United. You're scraping points in home games against teams that have been tipped to struggle against relegation. This yeah. and this has been going on since the beginning of the calendar year. Yeah. Because what what annoyed me was that 
with Red Star, of course, that team that we started, I thought, okay, this is the team that we need to start playing in the Premier League matches. But yeah. it felt like Pochettino, I mean, you know, no one knows the team better than him, I'm assuming, because he's in the dressing with everyone. Yeah. But I felt like all the, as, as far as the fans around me, they felt like, you know, the, the team that we had against Red Star is the team that we should be starting. And what does Mora have to do to, to get in the starting yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought the away the away game would give the away win. Sorry, would give us some confidence just because we've been going so long without an away win. Um, but you know, the match against Sheffield, I think with with any of us was just sort of frustration. That yeah. was the frustrating thing. I don't know how you guys feel, but mm. having saw the team, I was like, at last, this is the team that I yeah. wanted mm. to, and 100%. therefore it's going to be okay. It's going to click. This is what we all wanted. And then when mm. it didn't, it was like I don't quite know yeah. where to go, and yeah. I can't quite understand, and I can't process what's going wrong because it just doesn't make sense. He yeah. never seems... You know, that, I don't know if anyone saw that stat that, was re, that people have been banding around that he's played... I don't remember the figure. It doesn't really matter because it's just a massive figure. It's something yeah. like 100 and something games where he hasn't picked the same team. I think it was 94, I read. Right, OK. Yeah. I'm so, yeah. slightly exaggerated. Yes. But, I mean, it, it doesn't really... As I say, it's just we know it's a colossal amount. Yeah. And he seems to get more... Uh, I don't know, I've been... Like a, well, we've all been watching Tottenham Hotspur a long time, and and one of the things you associate with a re, a regime that is crumbling no. is crazy, unpredictable team selections, mm. where you don't really know. Mm. And I felt that in the Red Star game, he didn't pick. There, there, there's a feeling that one of the problems we've got. I mean, I I believe I think it was everyone split down the middle with the manager. My my belief. I'm sorry to say, I've said it a lot recently. Is I think he wants to go. I don't think his heart's in it anymore. I think he fancies doing something else. And everyone's entitled to fancy doing something else every now and then and, and get a different job. He's coveted by other big clubs and all that. So I think that's the, for me, that's the main problem. But of course, the, the other perceived problem, and whether it's true or not, I don't know, is that the players that are coming to the end of their contracts and want to go are not really putting it in. So against Red Star, um, just looking at... Is this the Red, the Red Star team? He didn't start Ericsson, did he? No. He didn't start Vatongan, who all right has got a knock. Um, he did start Rose, because Rose is another one where there's a question mark. Uh, but even Alderweireld didn't start. Um, so, and, and it felt like there was a lift. It felt like the team had more of a spring in its step. But as you said, I mean, in the next game, they, pl- they didn't, pick many of the want-aways either and it didn't, didn't, didn't do any good I mean uh, I think Toby started the next did Toby start on Saturday not Saturday no no, no. no he didn't he that's right he didn't, he didn't basically, he didn't changed he? the fullbacks yeah. that's right that's right so Rose didn't start so in actual fact it was a similar situation Mm-hmm. And uh, but it didn't work. No, like you said. I mean, you said that, didn't you? I mean, and you looked like the team we wanted, and but it didn't work. What, what I say is, I was in my searching for like, you know, I'm kind of like an, over analysing this. I, I'm with you. My heart tells me he wants to go. Yeah, Deep down he just wants to go. And, yeah. and I don't, I know, as in my instinct, sorry, my gut tells me that. And then I think he wants to turn it round. And then in terms of looking at kind of statistics and everything, if you take three out of eleven. And then go four out of eleven if you include Rose. They mm. wanted him to leave. Mm. And I've got looking at it here. It's twenty-seven or thirty-six percent of your workforce have been completely just mm. don't want to be there. Yeah. Any business or it's any gonna organ- suffer in those is going to suffer. Yeah. Yeah. And what I'm hoping, and this is my more my kind of heart and head kind of thing, is that he wants to turn it round and he wants to be the manager that goes. I have refreshed the team and I've yeah. done it and, yeah. and be proving to it. But okay, well, if that's not- right, and it could be. Then he's then the problem. It would appear 
is that he's got to start playing without those players. They're top players and they've been the nucleus of our... I mean, in terms of Eriksson, Alderweireld and Batungan and Rose, they've been the four of the most outstanding players of the Pochettino era. At their best, sure. they've been the best players in those positions in the whole Premier League at times. Mm. So he's got to be brave and do that. And my worry about that is that's fine. We can, we can cope without Rose because we've got... Davis and we've got Sessegnon. Yeah. We can cope, I think, without Ericsson because suddenly I love the look of Lachelso and, oh, and Dombele. Yeah. Yeah. They look like yeah. top. Pla- they look like the sort of players who justify their transfer fees, unlike certain mm. others we could mention. <laughs> but I can't see how we could. I thought one of the things that you learned from Saturday was it's going to be very, very tough going through a long period without picking. Alderweireld and Vertonghen because it was a makeshift defence wasn't it on Saturday and that was one of the main problems I felt mm. I mean Dyer hasn't really played centre back until last Wednesday for about two years and Is apparently he doesn't want to yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I can- mention it could we mention the J word i.e. January Potentially, well, that's potentially the only, that's the the only thing you can hope. If this, is, if this yeah. theory is right, your theory, which yeah. is, well, it's not even your theory, but it's a theory, yeah, yeah. which is that he doesn't want to go, but he's struggling because of these. But in January, you somehow move him out, and if you don't move him out, you freeze him out, yeah. and you bring in replace. But the real key, the really, really tough thing is going to be buying, you're going to have to buy at least one ready-made, proper leadership material centre-half, in the same way that Liverpool bought Van Dyke, mm-hmm. and he, then that changed everything for them. They had some okay centre backs, but they brought in one to be a dominant. And if you're going to lose Alderweireld and Vertonghen, you're going to have to get at least one of equivalent seniority and know-how. Yeah. I would have thought. I can't even begin to think not who that I, might be. Not, that's, and, that's and that's not, not for the sort of money that, that and not know, in January. That, you know, seventy-five million quid. He's not gonna we're, we're not going to spend no. that on yeah. a centre back. It's just not going yeah, to happen. happen yeah. But no. the, the, you know, what I'd like to put out there is. Are this set of players uh, not listening to the message anymore? Yeah. I mean, for example, uh, we all watched probably the Liverpool away game. Yeah. Before the game, they got in this huddle, and I, I don't know if you recall Jesus, the uh, yeah. number two. Yeah. He, he was saying, pass, 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 quick, 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 mm. attack, attack, attack. <laughs> and that's what we picked up from the mics. Right. Now, that's pretty basic, they isn't really it? <laughs> went, they really went out there and yeah. did that, though, though didn't yeah. they? Mm. I mean, you know, it, could, it couldn't have been more... More the opposite yeah. for, for what, what the message was. Yeah. You know? No, so. I think that's a really good point. And, it, and again, it's another theory is that, that managers, they stop, it's the same voices saying the same things and it stops getting through. I mean, that's, that's a well-known thing we've, we've talked about. I feel like even this bloody podcast is starting <laughs> to sound like it. Because we say, the, these series, I think it's a combination of all these series. So it's a stale voice, he's, his heart's not in it. A lot of the players' hearts aren't in it. Everything's stale. And it, it requires revolution. So it either means new manager, new management team. Goodness knows who it will be and how quickly they would click to make things better. Mm. Or the only other thing you can do is to have a major clear-out of players so that mm. the people listening yeah. to those, the, to the, to the messages, messages, are yeah. new ears. So maybe mm-hmm. not new words, but new ears, you know? The thing is, I, I, I believe that theory as well, that the players were losing their angst, um, specific, uh, particularly with um, Ericsson, but then he signed a new contract, didn't he? No, 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 he's running it out to the end of the season. Yeah, he's gone. Him, yeah. Alderweireld, the Tongan, Rose, they're all, all their contracts are running down. Yeah. They've Ericsson. all been offered stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've all oh. been offered stuff, but they've decided not to. The funny thing is, as I've said before again, is that in a way, everyone's blameless. You can't really blame any of them. Mm. 
if you want to go and work somewhere else at the end of your contract, you're perfectly entitled to do that. That's what contracts are. Mm. People always say, you can't act like that. You're under contract. So then why do people then say, you're running your contract? <laughs> you can't have it both ways. People are entitled <laughs> to, to not, to not sign a new sport. contract it's and to football. leave and go somewhere else. And the same applies to the manager. <laughs> the manager is entitled to want to work somewhere else. The only thing with a manager, as we've said again many times, is that he could walk away. But if he walked away, who, who among us? Yeah. Even you'll probably end up a multi-millionaire, Miche, <laughs> the way you're going, right? But you're not going to walk away from 25, 30 million quid just because no. you think it's the right thing to... I mean, <laughs> you know, so everyone, in a sense, is blameless. Even Levy's blameless. He's got to pay for a billion pounds. Everyone, lots of people point the finger at Levy and say, well, he hasn't spent enough on players. That's the trouble. No wonder Poch wants to go and... He's just built a billion pound stadium. He's just bought Ndombele. He would have he bought Chelsea for another 50-odd million if it wasn't for all the whatever. And he will end up paying that for him. He's done a great job. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to knock it. I think where he's let the manager down in the summer isn't actually with the recruitment. I think the recruitment was... It's getting them out. They're getting rid. But you can't... That's where... Do you, you think know, he was asking for too much money? I mean, there was the Wanyama thing, wasn't there? Was that to do with... Or was that Wanyama's personal terms? Of, Wanyama was, I think, offered by one of the Belgian clubs. Yeah, Bruges. Bruges. Yeah. And then he, 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 didn't, he didn't go. No, he didn't go. And ultimately... And but what about is, the others? He, I mean, he didn't even have a choice with Alderweireld. Alderweireld had a release clause, 25 million, he could have I gone. Still, and no one came I in for him. I just don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good, yeah. complete mystery. Mm. Any club, yep. any big club. I mean, yeah. in Man City, Man United, yeah. even Liverpool is back up or whatever. I mean, 25 mm. million is an absolute steal. But they would have had to deal with Levy. Yeah, but 25, yeah. that's what I'm saying on that particular, <laughs> but on that particular one, that one. <laughs> on that particular one, it was a guaranteed price. Yeah, it's the yeah, only time no you want to deal yeah, with yeah, Levy. Yeah, it's probably. the only one. But, they, but that, yeah. that expired, didn't it? It was, it was, yeah. it's still a massive mystery, that. Unless yeah. some... I mean, there are things about think, Toby we don't know. I think they're who let, let him down. And, but yeah. I, do, I do think, just to put a bit of a positive on this, it's hard, is that we're undefeated at home in three games. So take the, take, take the positive from that. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> is that the <a> positive now? <laughs> well, Must well, go for you. Granted, the performances haven't been great. Michelle's writing yeah. lyrics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chad's giving the inspiration um, right now. Yeah. So, no, I, I, just, I just think January is crucial for us mm-hmm. more than it's ever yeah. been. I yes. do believe that oh, the God. 500 days has caught up with us. The kind of lack of transparency yeah. yeah. has caught up. And then... Ultimately, yeah. you know, you can forgive Levy a little bit. He has built the stadium, no, I totally, and yeah. that would have been taken in all his focus. But yeah. let's be honest: now we're paying for it. This exactly. is this is this is yes. that kind of yeah. you know, the chickens really coming scary home to roost. Thing is, is, is that the manager's the most important person in any club, and we know that. Mm. And we've seen what's happened to Manchester United. Yeah. They lost mm. their great manager, and they have been. They've got. They've gone from right. bad to worse, and they are in a mess. They're nowhere close to getting it all sorted out. It wouldn't appear anyway. Mm. Arsenal, same thing. I mean, they they spent too long getting rid of their manager, but anyway, he's gone. That dynasty is over, and they're really struggling to find any kind of recovery mm. at all. Yeah. Those very moneyed clubs like Chelsea and City, they they have sacking the manager every two years is part of their plan. <laughs> so they're set up it's for true, that. Though. They've got it's the true. money to yeah. compensate for it, and they bring in the big guys. Yeah. Guardiola or where, you know. But that's where I go back mm. to the DNA of a club and like mm. the, the lyrics that you put together yeah. in your, your track kind of for me just really hit my heart and, <laughs> and got there. But ultimately, yeah. we're Spurs fans and, the, you know, we, we were discussing in the room earlier on, the team I fell in love with was the Birkinshaw team that went yeah. down. Mm. Yeah. And they didn't sack him. Yeah, but... And that wasn't the particular Berkshire team that you loved the most, no, was it? <laughs> what do you mean? Terry Yorath, who's <laughs> my, my favourite player. Yeah. No, but I, I just think the... You know, w- w- and it's a big ask for us all, I'm going to say it, but would you prefer to have uh, M- Mourinho with all the trouble no, and ego no, that no, has? No, 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 no. Or, or 
go down with Pochettino. Okay, Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. But you know, that would just be more fuel for the fight. If we had someone yeah. like Mourinho... Oh, it would be a nightmare. <laughs> it would be a marriage made in hell. Just, just That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. It's just not going to happen. No, no. In fact, let's take a break and a breath. For goodness <laughs> sake. We're going to take a break. <laughs> This week's Spurs show is brought to you by Gaz and the team at the Blue Ball in Walton-on-the-Hill near Epsom. Check out their amazing Sunday lunch, and whilst you're there, enjoy it with a pint of Watney's Pale Ale. Hello and welcome to Seeing Red, a true crime podcast brought to you by me, Mark, and my co-host, Bethan. Each week we take a deep dive into the dark world of true crime. Cases have ranged from the murder of Christina Abbott, a high-class escort who was killed by a sadistic client, to the Peru 2, a pair of young women convicted of smuggling drugs in South America. Whilst always respectful to the victims of these crimes, we do like to tell each story in our own unique style, with humour and lots of f***ing swearing. Join us every Wednesday for a new episode of Seeing Red, a true crime podcast, wherever you get yours. Hi, it's Garth Crooks here. I'm looking forward to seeing many of you at the Spurs Show Christmas Party on December the 2nd at the 100 Club, alongside my old striking partner, Steve Archibald. I suppose I'll be doing all the work again. see Crooks and Archibald in their first central London appearance together since hanging up their Spurs boots 35 years ago. Spurs show season ticket holders get an automatic ticket with priority entry, with tickets also available at live.spursshow.net. No one does Christmas like the Spurs show, except perhaps Bing Crosby and Jesus. Get your tickets at live.spurshow.net or get free entry to all our live Spurs shows at season.spurshow.net. Right, so we're back. Um, I've just got to do a, bit, a little bit of housekeeping. Now, um, what is important to stress is that even, uh, you know, there's a lot of misery around for us. We're coping with um, very traumatic times. But there is some good news, and that is that the Tottenham Hotspur Christmas party in the shape of the Spurs show Christmas show is only a matter of weeks, a couple of weeks away. And it's at the 100 Club, the legendary 100 Club in Wardle Street. And our guests, I'm so excited. Talking to the Birkinshaw team, Crooks and Archibald, together. I mean, it's hardly, I can hardly, I can't believe it. <laughs> Crooks and Archibald, you're a bit young for Crooks and Archibald. I feel like I am. <laughs> yeah, but take it from us. <laughs> but the best strike duo, I mean, since then, as a duo, you might talk about Klinsman and Sheringham. Mm-hmm. But I mean, really, they were just, they were, they were fantastic. They were top draw, major yeah. proud to And they arrived, fan. interestingly, in one window, they weren't called windows, in one closed season, as a, as a package. That's right. They'd That's probably right. never met before. They arrived at the same time, but they were both highly rated young players, one from Aberdeen, one from Stoke. I'm just giving Miche all the... All the. <laughs> and, and they just hit it off, and they were just mm. brilliant. And there was something glamorous about them both as well. There was just some, there was something 
Tottenham just became glamorous again, didn't they? When they, they were, were Spurs players, yeah. that, yeah. they were just born to play. They were, the, they were the final pieces in that jigsaw. We already had the best midfield yeah, in the world. I was just going to say, it was we the, the, mis- best it was the missing world. link, really, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, yeah. we'd, we'd really struggled up front, let's, yeah. let's be sure. I mean, yeah. you know, we had John Duncan before then, yeah. who, who, who could poach a few, but was always injured. Yeah. Uh, you know, Arm, Armstrong and Chris Jones, and yeah. um, Ian Moores, and, yeah. you know, and Colin, Colin Lee. Lee. This yeah. was the build up to Crooks and Archibald. Yeah. And when we signed those two, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we were different class up, yeah. uh, certainly for the next few years yeah. so there's tickets available for that at live.spursshow.net you can also go to season.spursshow.net where you can get a season ticket to all our monthly live events uh, which we had so we had the Graham Roberts recently we've had Phil Beale this season we've always got really interesting people coming up we, had, we did a really good one recently um, on the guys written the new Jimmy Grease book David Tussell which is, a, an, is an excellent book. That was very, very interesting. It was only a couple of weeks ago. So uh, I recommend that. Also, one last bit of housekeeping is go to our Patreon. Go to, the, go to patreon.com and go to the Spurs show, and that's where you can sign up for a very small, what they call a micro-payment every month, and then you get all manner of great bonus material from the Spurs show, uh, interviews with lots and lots of, of great Hall of Fame players, uh, extra content put together by people like Paolo Hewitt, uh, Willie Morgan's got got a series of stuff coming up. Loads of great stuff. So have a look at that. I recommend it. So, well, we're in the middle of an international break, and I think we consider that to be merciful, really, in the circumstances. It's great, isn't it? No spurs. It is. Nothing to worry about this weekend. No trauma awaits us. We've got enough problems. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean... Um, I, I mean, there is consolation to be had also, not just in the Crooks and Archibald Christmas show, but also in the plight, of course, of Arsenal and West Ham. If anything, <laughs> worse. <laughs> but, of course, we play West Ham next. And that'll be like the, the battle for the... I mean, that really will be... Whoever loses that is going to be absolutely <laughs> on the floor in terms of morale. 100%. They're at home, of course, although whether it's really home to them or not, I don't well, know. You'd have I to do, ask them. It, I do work at the Olympic Stadium. Oh, really? Yeah, so I've, I've, I'm going to be there, but in, yeah. in, yeah, behind enemy lines. Right. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be difficult. And, yeah. again, I, 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 I can't see us losing it, but... Nothing to surprise. Nothing is straightforward. Yeah. It's which Tottenham turn up, and that 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 does that yeah. does just put the fear of God well, it's up. It's their cup final. It is. It is. So at the end of the day, they're going to be a different team for sure. They yeah. usually are. I did go to it last season, and we won actually in, in a rather unspectacular game. Yeah. But we did sort of ground. We ground out a one nil. Mm. You just don't really know. And because it's their cup final, sometimes they get very nervous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah there, is that. Yeah. there is that. There is that. Do you work, is that where your office is? Well, no, we're out in Shoreditch, but uh, we, we, we do a lot of stuff do around the Olympic Park. Okay, not not yeah. just the stadium, but the aquatic centre and all the other, right, other right. bits and pieces. So um, I'm kind of quite close to the, the politics of what's going on there. And yeah. It's quite interesting. When are we yeah. getting us? We're all taxpayers here. When are we getting our money back? <laughs> when are we getting our rebate? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, um, actually, joking aside, we are working on it. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> good a, to know. Yeah, that's Wait, does anyone agree with this? Um, someone said this to one, another Tottenham fan, I was, I was at work, and someone else said this to me, and said, if Arsenal weren't doing as bad as us, you know, everyone would be screaming, potch out. Or if, mm, if Arsenal were in a title race, mm, you know, mm. this would feel... Worse. A lot yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Well, I mean, whether it would have been... I think, generally speaking, you're absolutely right. If they were doing... It would be more painful. That's why I said it's consolation. It would be a lot more painful... <laughs> I mean, after all those years when they were way, way ahead of us, I mean, you know, I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, that, that's another thing that, that, you, that fills you with dread, is yeah. the, the prospect so, of that happening. But that question, yeah. though. I, 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 I always think to myself, in the dark years, when yeah. they were... Yeah, the where? Titles, 20 odd years, yeah. I always consoled myself that we weren't them. Right, yeah. and you know the way we conducted ourselves in defeat was so much better, and we didn't have this kind of self righteousness that they have. Mm. And you know, as we sit here in a podcast studio, mm. I doubt we develop a AFTV. You know, that, yeah. that's kind of we wouldn't be in that kind of <laughs> ill, hopefully not yeah, in that in that kind of territory. Mm. So, but I think yeah, it, it, it definitely makes mm. it easier. But just remember, we're not we're not them. That mm. always makes me feel a bit happier. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah. be in my school. <laughs> yeah. Are you surrounded by gooners? It, yeah, it was just literally just Arsenal. Even, you know, going, you know, being in Tottenham, everyone's an Arsenal fan. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, at least my age group. So it was like trying to argue with, you know, yeah, we won the Premier League, we won this, we won that yeah. one. Yeah, but we beat you 5 1. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's all you like, one thing to cling yeah, on to. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a lost generation, actually. The, yeah. We were discussing earlier on with the emergence of the Premier League. Mm. We just weren't at the races. Yeah. We weren't, and that yeah, lost... with, with the Sky TV yeah. and yeah. Uh, everything else that went with it. You yeah. know, and Arsenal were, were winning things. Yeah. And, uh, you the... know, there was the, the top four. Um, yeah. you know, and we, we were a million miles from it. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we, we'd missed social media, basically. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you look at the Twitter followers Arsenal have compared yeah. to us, for yeah. example, yeah. across the world. And... and, and you know, we've missed out on all this. It's funny. Be- because of our lack of success. And that's yeah. why you, you find yourself at school in Tottenham and there's more <laughs> Arsenal fans than Tottenham yeah. fans because that's what happens, isn't it? Yeah. I was talking yeah. to a Liverpool fan yesterday. I do another podcast called Life Goals where I do one-on-one interviews with, with big fans of particular clubs and I was talking to Peter Hooten who's the lead singer of The Farm and mm-hmm. he's a massive Liverpool fan. But he was telling me, he's a, a historian, he's written a book about Liverpool called The Boot Room and everything. He knows everything. About. And he, when he was a kid growing up, mm. Everton were by far the biggest club in Merseyside, by mm-hmm. far. He said he used to walk past the Everton ground on a match day, because his nan lived around there, and there'd be coaches from all over the country of fans coming to see Everton. And on the same, because they're very close together, as we know, the two grounds, on a Liverpool, there'd be about three coaches. 75% of Merseyside was Everton. And it was, and look how quickly it changed. I mean, you can't even see, it's gone, com- you know, completely flipped over. By the end of the yeah. 60s, it had changed it and it never change. changed back. Well, yeah. you think of the, you know, the Spurs double went inside, 60-61. Yeah. Liverpool were a second division club. Absolutely. They only just came up the next year or something, didn't they? Spurs had won two European tro- yeah. trophies before Liverpool won any. Yeah. 1970 Everton, of course, were league champions. So, yes, this all goes, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it was I only mean, the Shankly era after their, what was it, 65 FA Cup win? They won the league, I think, in 64. Yeah. And then the yeah. Cup in 65. Yeah. 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 And then they, so then they were on a par with Everton because, as you say, Everton was still big. And they, Everton had a little renaissance, didn't they, in the 80s, of course, where yeah. they picked us to the title. Another yeah. heartbreaking, yeah. <laughs> another yeah. heartbreaking uh, season that was. Yeah. And, uh, but now, I mean, Liverpool seem weird, don't they? And it just shows you that these things, you, you can't take anything for granted. I mean, yeah. we, we looked like in the Potch era, certainly, or, and started by Harry, you'd say, or, or even started gradually by Joel and everything. We were getting closer, getting closer, getting closer. We've overtaken them in recent years by any measure, really, by league position or by you yeah. know, getting to the, cup, the Champions League final mm-hmm. or whatever, playing better football, etc. But it doesn't take much for it to go wrong, and the manager's the most important. I'd still say, based on the last game, we we still got the edge on them just right now. Yeah. I mean, as in the last derby, we should have we should have we should have been away three or four yeah. in, in the end. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm even thinking about it now. I'm dreading them coming to our place. 
and I'm really dreading yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've got to turn it round. Yeah, yeah. That was in bed thinking about. No. <laughs> well, you dread every game, but of course, that's the one that's just magnified, of course, because of what it is. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. Well, I wish we could, uh, I wish we could have cheered things up. I mean, but I don't feel like any of us are feeling particularly, um, I mean, what do you, okay, let's, let's start to wrap it up yeah. and let's, let's, I'm going to ask you all what you think the best, what are you, what, what are you, where you think the parameters are about the, with this season, the best we can hope for and the worst we might fear in re- realistically speaking. So I'm going to start with you, Kevin. Well, obviously the worst is, um, you know, we could end up where we were in 1977 and uh, yeah. 76, 77 and, and, and down the way. But, I mean, the quality of players mm. that are on Tottenham Hotspur's yeah. books at the moment, mm. it's just ridiculous, the performances that, yeah. you know, mm. they're, they're turning in. As, as I said earlier on there, you know, have the players decided they're not listening to the message anymore mm. is it the same old thing on the training ground mm. yeah everyone's got got an opinion but mm. nobody's got an answer yeah so so what's the best we can hope for <laughs> the best best we can hope for is that we turn this round pretty darn quick and and you know uh, as we stand at the minute where we are in the league to fifth what is it three points it's only a matter of five points or something like yeah. that isn't it it's, it's not very many uh, and, and that's if we can turn it round quickly and get some some consistency going and mm. uh, you know and a run of form mm. but looking at it for example on saturday you know it, to me it wasn't until um basically potch bought fourth on a lot of spurs fans were saying well why are we doing that why are mm. we bringing a defender, Another defender but what yeah. he actually did he, Released he, the wide he, he went three didn't he yeah, yeah and and uh you know that's the way sheffield were playing they mm. were certainly playing a five when they yeah. didn't have the ball yeah, yeah. but but you know, to me, that last ten minutes, we, 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 at least, at least we showed some urgency. Mm, mm. And throughout that game, I mean, we just didn't shift the ball quick. They were, they were, they outpassed us. They outpassed us, outpressed us. Yeah. And this can't continue, can it? No, it it no. just can't continue. So no. yeah. So that's the positive. Let's, okay. you know, we need a run of form and quick. Hundred percent. I agree with him. What, what do you, what do you, what, I agree. Yeah. I feel like um, at this point now, I, when I looked at the, the, the points, we, well, 14th now, but when I looked at the points um, separating us from, you know, those, those top five and top four spaces, I said, okay, we can actually turn it around if from the next few matches we have a change of form and we actually start picking up. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's the, 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 the optimism I have. I feel like in, in the next few games we can actually turn it around okay. um, before we get to that part of the season where it's like the, the, the spots are settling in. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, my fear is I don't think we'll go down. I think we're too no, good. No, not at all. Having looked, Man City and Liverpool on a different planet. Yeah. So yeah. just take them out of the mix. <laughs> For me, the best of the rest are Leicester. Yeah. And we should have won that game up there. Yeah. Mm. That gives I me hope. I thought we played well that day. Yeah, yeah I mean, I thought, you know, the VAR instant. the last time I felt like we played properly we, well. We, we clicked that game. Because we, the we, other games that we won, big and stuff, weren't against good teams. Like, but like you say, we were playing a good team. Yeah, I mean, Leicester, th- that result has got better in hindsight, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, it was a very, we gave them a good game. Yeah, and I think, you know, so therefore, like everyone else, I think the top four isn't beyond, but we're going to have to turn it around quick, really quick. Mm. And in terms of a cup, um, I'd love to think that, uh, um, you know, Champions League is uh, a possibility and the, the, the dream is alive. I think, I think that's a push too much. 
and therefore you've just got to beg Poch or whoever's in mm. charge to take the FA Cup seriously. Um, that's 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 kind of what what, what we need. Um, mm. And so in, in all, you know best possible season, we sneak top four and do an Arsenal Wenger of, of old and do yeah, what he used to do get going with and win run. a cup. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I must admit, I am. Um, I'm in a bit of despair, and I, I mean, if we could scrape into the top four, it'd be a massive result from 100%. here. I think a massive result. Mm-hmm. I can't see it's going it's a bit down, obviously, but no, no one can. But I mean, because I don't think those players come out wanting to play badly, and sometimes when they get a bit of early good fortune, they they actually enjoy themselves, play well, and win. You know, mm-hmm. but it's just they they don't have this remotely the same focus and grit and esprit de corps that we had in the golden Pochettino era. So whether that yeah. will ever come back, I do not know. Under this manager, I just don't know. But yeah, if we were to scrape into the top four, I'd be I'd bite anyone's hand off for that. I mean, and, um, and the, a the, cup. Wow. Well, the Champions League final, I think I've mentioned it earlier on, it, it coincided last year, or very close to our charity bike ride. Yeah, I was so, the, about... so the joke was that we might not, we, we, we might not have to cancel our charity bike ride, but yeah. I think we're safe to say that... Uh, You'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. Champions League, you never know. Tell us about your charity bike ride yeah, you're about to do before yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I mean, just, yeah, we, we, it's a cycle on you Spurs team. We're looking for people, anyone who can join up for um, Prostrate Cancer UK. We've... The club, uh, very closely, the, the members of the trust help us organise it. And we're um, over £114,000 raised over, a, I think, a four-year period. Great. Wow. Just go on to cycleyourspurs.com. Fellow Spurs fans of all shapes and sizes, you know, you, no one's not too fit. Mm. Sign up and uh, you'll have a really good weekend. And, and a real the laugh. dates are... Do you know, I don't know the okay, date. It's around the Champions League. It's, around, so it's, it's about April, April, May, end of May. Okay. It'll be, end of May it'll be, no, it's yeah. in June. It's in June. Oh, it's early June. Yeah, yeah, it's, very, it's, very early yeah, June. Yeah, exactly. like last year it was yeah, June first, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So it's June. So you're looking for recruits. How many do you need? Well, as, as many, many as, as you possible. like. As many as There's possible. No limit. Um, yeah, we've we've got a proud heritage in doing it. You know, over yeah. the years, and you know, it's just for a great cause. Yeah, and, yeah, just as many possible as over. Spread the word. Brilliant. Get sign up. Brilliant. Good luck with that, Anthony Marku, and thank you for joining us on your debut. What an assured, de- two assured debuts we've had. <laughs> Anthony, Miche, thank, thank you for you. coming in. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks Great to see you, and keep up the good work, mate. We're, we're really proud of that. <laughs> no, I mean, those fans, we yeah. really are. And Kevin Hill, great to see you again. Thanks, Ian. Thanks Enjoyed for coming. Thanks for, thanks for keeping my, my spirits up, lads. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, don't forget the uh, Christmas show, December the 2nd, Crooks and Archibald. We'll see you next time. This is Theo Delaney saying, come on, you Spurs. Come and see Crooks and Archibald in their first Central London appearance together since hanging up their Spurs boots 35 years ago. Spurs show season ticket holders get an automatic ticket with priority entry, with tickets also available at live.spursshow.net. No one does Christmas like the Spurs show except perhaps Bing Crosby and Jesus. Get your tickets at live.spurshow.net or get free entry to all our live Spurs shows at season.spurshow.net. This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. 
No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.